Hi, thanks for listening. In 20 seconds or less, I wanted to ask if you would consider supporting the show with a one-time donation of $1 to $3. The funds go to subscription fees, equipment upkeep, and a general sense of well-being. Links in the show notes. And again, thanks for listening. Okay, on with the show. Chapter 37 I think we should look for some place indoors to stop tonight. Last night was a reminder that the dead are wandering, Nicole said. Sam nodded. I'll tell Walt, he said, picking up the walkie. Tell him I'm going to look for something off the road and out of the way, too, she said. Sam relayed the message. Sounds good to me, man, Walt said, his voice crackling over the small speaker. Rebetta pushed open the front door with her cane and trundled out onto the porch. She set a fresh pitcher of powdered milk next to a heaping plate of brownies before plopping down in her rocker. On the table next to the brownies was a thirty-eight police special. She reached over and grabbed it, the pistol in her hand resting in her lap. She looked out across her land and rocked herself gently. A cool breeze wafted across the porch and spread the delicious smell of the brownies. How much longer can I go on like this? she thought to herself. She had always been a canner, so she had managed to not go too hungry. The farm never had cattle, but it had chickens. Most of those had become supper over the past several months. There were a few lucky ones around who could still scurry away faster than she could chase them. It was just as well, she thought. She made good use of the eggs. Rebetta had never been a quitter, and this is what she told herself. But it was getting harder to be convinced. She didn't fool herself either, though. The dead that wandered across her land from time to time were monsters indeed. But even with the change, she had recognized some of them as former neighbors and friends. She knew there might be a day when she didn't get to the harvester in time, or there would be one more of them than she had shells. She looked down at the gun in her lap and picked it up. What about when she couldn't pull the trigger? She asked herself. In the barn, she wasn't able to turn the knob. Rebetta gripped the pistol with both hands and with her two thumbs pulled the hammer back. It cocked into position with a satisfying click. A calm resolve formed inside her, and she raised the pistol to her head. She sat there a second more, a prayer on her lips, a forgiveness that her Orland would be there waiting for her, would understand why she came to him this way. She said her amens when a noise sounded across her property. It came from down by the road, out towards the highway. Nicole saw a dirt road leading into a stand of trees just off the access road. She turned on her signal and stuck her hand out the window, waving at Walt. Walt flashed his lights in acknowledgement, and the two vehicles took the exit and headed for the dirt road. She picked up the radio. Stay alert, guys. Chances are we find an abandoned farmhouse, but it may not be as abandoned as we like. 
she said. Roger that, man, Walt said over the walkie. Turning in, they bounced down the hard-packed dirt. The trees opened up to a view of farmland. Set in the middle was a ranch house with a wraparound porch and open-door barn. In the barn sat a harvester. Nicole peered at the harvester and picked up the radio. I don't see any trouble yet, but that harvester has been doing more than cutting crops, Nicole said. Sam sat upright and sniffed the air. I think I smell brownies, he said. Nicole was about to berate Sam for his olfactoral delusions when she was interrupted by the blaring from Walt's horn. Nicole stopped the car and looked behind her at Walt. She could see him behind the wheel, jumping up and down and pointing at something ahead. She grabbed her radio and turned to look out across the fields. "'I don't see anything, Walt. What do you see?' she said, the radio pressed to her lips. "'On the porch, man!' Walt said. Nicole turned to look at the house, and her mouth fell open. Leaning on her cane was an old woman, waving her arm. Nicole leaned her head out of the window. "'Hello there! You're just in time! I made brownies!' Rebetta said, her voice strong and clear. Nicole slumped back in her seat, her mouth agape. Beside her, Sam looked at her smugly. "'Told you I smelled them,' he said. Nicole eased the car up and parked in front of the house. Walt brought the bus up and parked closer to the barn. Everyone got out, and with shocked and bewildered faces approached the porch and the old woman. They formed a line in the yard as the matriarch beamed down at them. "'Welcome! My name's Rebetta Pride. Welcome to my farm. Are you hungry?' she said, her smile adding beautiful wrinkles to her face. Walt beamed at her. Oh, hey, Mama, my name's Walt. Those brownies sure smell good, he said. Mama, huh? Well, child, the good Lord never saw fit to bless me with that title, but it sounds good when you say it, so all right. Yes, yes, come get some brownies, Rebetta said. This was all it took for Walt, who trotted up the steps and grabbed one. The others shuffled their feet in the yard. Nicole approached and extended her hand. Miss Bride, my name's Nicole Bennett. This here is... Paul stepped forward and extended his hand. My name's Paul. This is my daughter, Jordan, he said. My, what a pretty girl she is. But mind you, please just call me Ruby. My friends and loving man all did, Ruby said. Sam shook her hand. My name's Sam. Pleased to meet you, Ruby, he said. Pleased to meet you, young sir. Who's that strapping young man behind you there? Step forward lively now. Let me see you. Ruby said. Billy came forward. Hello, ma'am. My name's Billy, he said. Ruby smiled and looked them over several seconds before coming to herself. Well, come on in. Rest a while, Ruby said. As they came up onto the porch, Ruby smiled and patted Walt's back. Are they good, honey? She said. Smiling, Walt turned to her with a mouthful of brownie. Yes, ma'am, he said. I wish I had the fresh milk to make them, but times being what they are, one has to make do, Ruby said. She turned and opened the screen door as everyone filed by and grabbed a brownie before going inside. This calls for celebration. I hope you all like canned goods, she said, as Walt grabbed another brownie and brought up the rear. Ruby went in last, letting the screen door slam behind her. The thirty-eight lay forgotten in her rocking chair.